one button so but going back to hmm. player you mentioned so dinesh dinesh karthik so yeah. so it's always bemused me bemused me almost i have not able to put my put the right emotion yeah. to it but why why do people from tamil nadu get such a bad deal as in you have a dinesh karthik who has had a fair amount of opportunity and maybe fra- squandered it and then yeah and come back so he is among the luckier lot yeah. and you have ashwin with his world class spin uh taking uh, sorry wicket taking abilities he has been around yeah but if you take out the others you have players like abhinav mukund Mm. whose podcast on A21 or what was truly yeah, that, that was a great truly, podcast actually. truly great podcast so we mm-hmm. but he clearly mentioned a point which i would like you like you to give your opinion he is like if he had an opportunity to play at home he could have got 100 so there you see the person's confidence in his own abilities that that is one hang aspect to it second is as south indians or as tamilians do as uh, from our point of view do we take it more to heart than is the issue as big as it is or being a tamilian are we kind of thing like why don't people like i certainly believe s batinath could have been the could have played 50 or even 100 test for india as you mm. you given opportunity and skills yeah they just dropped him and they just dropped mukund like you said in the podcast like he had a good knock he thought he would be the third choice opener when they played in at home he is not picked so there's something wrong i don't know what's happening so yeah no so, so what's your what take on this saying, i think i don't know it's very hard to of course put any concrete uh, reasons to this um, but i also always got the feeling um, so at least prior to the time when Shrikanth became the selector. A lot of things changed mm-hmm. at that time, and and a few people got into it. And then again, there was this whole question about bias and right. because he's. But I, I don't know. I have also always felt that cricketers from Tamil Nadu get a little bit of. I mean, so they need to work much harder to get to the same level level right. of opportunity as the rest of the. Um, as rest of india uh, and it's very hard to sort of prove this or whatever and i don't know what the reasons are and i think it's also very stark because you have a lot of passionate cricket followers uh, i mean a lot of us tamilians are extremely passionate about the game like mm-hmm. a lot of indians as well but we go a little too intense also we sometimes and it is more than I, I don't this know. is what i feel at least uh, but uh, and then when you see a player who you feel would be um again so it's about like you root for india versus australia it's natural to also root for people from um from tamil nadu or from karnataka mm. from mm. maharashtra from wherever you're from to do well right it's natural uh, and it has been a problem i, I think uh, so for ramesh for example right sadagopan ramesh yes. was a stark example i think he was playing really well at a yeah. time in which he was facing Wasim and Vakar etc. Ramesh Jaipu against Pakistan. I yeah. thought he was dropped a little bit unceremoniously and then he never came back. Um and a lot of others you hear about people slogging their ass off in um, in first class cricket year or year we have Shriram we have Badrinath Balaji also got a bit of a 
short stint where he did well and then he was out of the picture, of the picture and you too. somehow feel that i don't know what the reason is uh, maybe it is the fact that um, language is a barrier and i mean so especially in a team dressing room you need to uh, have that camaraderie right yeah, um, and you need to have that uh, that feeling that you're with pals and etc and it i mean so could that be the reason because they didn't speak the language and it was so they weren't sort of gelling in with the rest of the folks but then if you look at karnataka in the 90s the entire team was karnataka pretty much and bombay always had big uh, yeah, but then we had six people at one point i think from karnataka in the national, yeah, team. national team and while the hmm. hindi knowledge of people from karnataka is more than tamilians for sure uh, but i mean so is it that much of a difference if the so i don't think it's a south indian issue it was it might have been just a series of uh players who got i mean so found themselves i mean so with some bad luck in terms of selections i mean but i've even heard from previous generation that i mean a lot of players in the 80s hmm. and 70s as well who are on the top of the rung in the ranji trophy ranji. were not picked for india so i'm not sure what the answer is to that but i think um, one positive thing that has happened in the last about 10 years or so is that this has changed right um, and you do have i mean so you do have ashwin you do have vijay yeah, who got it right yeah so you have improving the trend yeah. is improving that's for sure but i do also feel so again so this might be again subjective that if they make a mistake their being dropped from the team will be very rapid very whereas some others if they make mistakes they will get the second chance no, can... so what mukun said that time right and mm-hmm. um actually so so this was a podcast i watched with wv raman that ashwin took right yeah. and he spoke about bringing in when raman was a selector of tamil nadu he brought in um, aushik srinivas aushik srinivas aushik srinivas was a 16 year old was a left arm spinner i think right left arm yeah and he told basically look i'm going to bring him into the team but he's a young uh, boy, boy and if he's brought into the team and then gets dropped after a bad match it'll be very hard for him to recover so yes, he told the um i mean so he told at the time that look i can bring him in but no i think he was a coach at the time not a selector and shrikant yeah, shrikant he told shrikant i that you want to pick ausik shrinivas for every game he will be in the 11 in yeah. the 11 in throughout the season every game of the season right and that gives you a confidence that okay look it's mm. okay so it's not about this one match it's not about this one inning exactly uh, um, exactly. i mean if i get a good ball and i get out it's okay um i will at least a series you are not thing. expecting a huge uh, yeah. so, leeway but and it's right that and i mean it's a fact that it's not just people from tamil nadu who have had a bad thing right i mean so it's across the board i think but tamil nadu maybe a bit harsh here yeah. maybe i don't know but i think if you look at uh, oja for example yeah, he was yeah. winning your test matches and then he was just disappeared out of the disappeared. scene right true. Yeah, i think of a, true yeah of course yeah akash see, chopra lot of names are playing true akash chopra is a i mean so but i think some the cases which hit you the most at the stark priority is people who come from tamil nadu because yeah because take the example of karthik he is put um so as an opener one game in south africa and then he comes yeah. he and then he's a finisher next That's time he's a one down in a one day international one game and so on and you always feel when he goes out to bat that and uh, that i mean if he fails now he's also gone but karthik is day. not maybe the best example because yes he did get a lot of rough 
sort of selection decisions that went his way. But I think um, um, he also was one of those people who got a lot of chances to come back to the team. And mm. and if he yeah, had grabbed one or two of those, I mean, so imagine if he had won us the semi-finals last year. Ah. So against New Zealand, right? Again, he was sent in on a very tough pitch because they didn't want it. Uh, some and they were like, yeah. Dhoni didn't. Five for three. Yeah. When he walked in, chasing more as a shield for some of the people who are coming later. But <laughs> the fact is, if he had gone and won the game for us, he would have been in the team. So you cannot. Uh, I mean, he did get the chance. Uh, 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 but I think stepping away from the whole Tamil Nadu, etc. I think the larger point is that um, when you do identify that somebody has talent, can you do what Raman said? That is exactly give that them say that you will play this whole year, every match, yes. and. I do get the sense that some people in the Indian eleven, and for and for each captain, it's different who these people are. Oh. There are some people in the eleven who get that sort of treatment and that security, saying that they are going to play each and every game yeah. of the season, regardless of what happens. And mm, for some other people, they are um, so the spotlight is on them. So you get the sense that they are on the edge, and if they fail one innings, they are out. And for different captain, this has been different. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. So we don't need to go into specifics. But for Dhoni, he had his favorites, and he had his not so much not favorites. Sure. And the same with uh, Saurav before, yeah. right? So Zaheer Khan, Harbhajan Singh, Sehwag, etc., were part of the core. Part yeah. of the core team. Mm. And they would have been in all the 11s anyway. So I mean, so they were great. But he also had a few others who would be part of the team. But then some who would never. I remember Murli Karthik, for example. Yeah, he didn't uh, get along too well with. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, and Ramesh Pawar was preferred over Murli Karthik. Yeah. So it's so always there, but you need to identify the players who you feel and you need to give them a chance. And I think a lot of players come under too much pressure. Um, one game they fail and they get dropped, etc. And no, it's not easy. Yeah. Maybe the best way to sum this particular question is you have a Shikhar Dhawan yeah. who made a debut against Australia in Mohali. Yeah. And he gets 187 and he has multiple failures after it. Yeah. But he's still part of the ter- yeah, test team correct. and the periphery even now. And if you look at his one day stats, ICC events, he beats. Yeah. So he's won the Champions Trophy for yeah, you. So yeah. uh, that's great. But if you look at the build up to the Champions Trophy, Davan is among the lowest scoring in the world or probably in the Indian team. So it's clear that, as you said, Virat Kohli backed, yeah. backed Shikhar Dhawan. So what has happened? One of the people that one he backs, exactly. whatever happens, you're the 11. Yeah. Probably Delhi, Delhi, that Munda yeah, or I mean, whatever. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But, so, yeah, so we don't need to speculate on that, I suppose. But I think it's, yeah, yeah whatever's the reason. Yeah. True. Hmm. So another interesting aspect, which I was actually very pleased to see uh, Abhinav Mukun bring up in the podcast, yeah. was addressing mental health yeah, yeah. of 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 cricketers something which is something in my opinion which goes completely unnoticed because they are on their own hmm. we think they are celebrities and uh, they are world beaters and hmm. uh, etc but hmm. Hmm. so but if you look at it on the outside they are fighting their own battle correct yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when when it hit me the most, mm. I have heard of many mm. cases like in Australia, there was Maxwell a promising case like Nick Nick Maddinson. He okay. was 
touted to open the mm. testing but he dropped out of the series citing mental issues mm. as a reason so yeah. that brought me it took me a while to get adjusted then yeah. a person like glen maxwell yeah yeah who is only about entertainment he absolutely gives you heartbreak almost yeah. as a australian fan or he will win you games single handedly from no one yeah person like maxwell had to take a break from the game because he couldn't handle yeah. and i would say the classic example is ab ab dwilius he retired from international cricket because of this personal reason that's the reason i didn't yeah okay. there's a personal reason and lot to do with the mental why he, he put it in one of the interviews with with harsha with harsha bogle in cricbus cricbus in conversation he said that i was not in the mind space to play this sport same thing which abhinav bogle said he was like i didn't feel like taking out the bat so yeah. so what do you think about that because it's something which is very new to cricket actually it's not been addressed earlier slowly you have names like maxwell devilliers yeah. coming I'm out pretty, and i'm pretty sure it can't be a phenomenon that's new um i'm sure players of all generations must have been dealing with this right uh, and maybe now with the i mean with the visibility for the game and so many people watching your every move and the pressure i mean so think about the ipl where you go on a on an auction and people bid for you and your rate is shown yeah for the rest of the world to see right live what are people choosing uh, etc um, i mean we can only speculate right i have played i have played cricket only at the school and college level nothing more than that so i and even there Mm-hmm. there were times i would crumble under pressure in some small match and i would just not be able to ball because i would just ball would go all over the place because i was just nervous uh so just imagine playing international cricket it's just uh yeah yeah so, yeah. Yeah, so professional Tough sports one. is a very different thing i think what is different now is people coming up and talking about mm-hmm. it that and i think it started with trescothic actually uh, yes i yes marcus trescothic uh, what a player he was right amazing um, amazing and he time. just disappeared and then he told that it was because of mental health and he was yeah and he wanted to take care of it and i think it's a very important um, i mean it's a very uh, uh less sort of understood less spoken about aspect hmm. not just for cricketers but for a lot of us as well i mean in yeah. personal life generally with your friends and so sports, on right. uh, it's yeah. a very normal natural thing to go through uh, it happens to all of us or or to many of us at yeah. times it's about for some people it really talking about it mm. and for some people it really impacts them in ways but it's something that can be i mean uh, easily be overcome and i'm glad that people are speaking about it yeah. and prominent prominent exactly yeah. that's my prominent point prominent people speaking people, about Julius it is a big will name. make the stigma i mean if any uh, mm. that is surrounding this sort of lesser hopefully so that more people can go out and seek help because this is something that is nothing to be um, i mean it's a serious problem i mean so that you can go through and it can be solved i mean so you just need help mm. uh, yeah but going back to cricket as well i think I, i don't know whether the modern version of cricket that you find now versus 10 years back is leading to more people facing mental health issues i think it's just a matter of people being more open about it bro uh, i think there yeah and i'm sure if you go back and talk to a lot oh, of the former people. cricketers 
stories might come up about na i remember jantan trot in 2013 as right. he right. went back midway he was bullied by asala he mentioned yeah. that he couldn't yeah. take the bullying yeah and he was a in this prime that time yeah. just went mm. mid mid to so mm. that shook world cricket they were surprised why did you so now it all it comes back to this topic we know why yeah. and it happened so yeah. and actually i'm very happy that divilliers bought it up because he makes look batting so yeah ridiculously and easy but then what the great example maxwell i mean imagine because he, not just about the fact that he's an aggressive player and all that he comes across as this tough Jovial. Aussie, Aussie guy, yeah. etc. Right, and he. I'm very in your face and very whatever. So aggressive. He does not yeah. come across as a someone who softy. Exactly, right? someone who crumble. It is very important to understand that this is not about you personally being soft or yeah. weak or you personally being not um, mm. up to it mentally, intellectually. This is not at all that. I mean, in fact, it's the opposite, right? I mean, if you're a person who's who thinks about things very deeply. and was very emotionally uh, feels things with a very uh, i mean so with strong feeling right a very passionate person etc uh, so this can backfire in that sense right uh, so like they say with uh, our cricketers as well right your strength can become your weakness if you're i mean uh, so if you if you have a very strong game square as a wicket uh, so the fact is because you most of the times you get it right and get it through the gaps with your square cuts etc teams can put a um some extra fielders there yeah. and sort of give you those wide deliveries and you can't sort of resist yourself yes, but you go right. for it in the middle of true true so true. remember damian martin used to get out sometimes in that area mm. because he would be so good um true. so true. some of the strongest people you know might also be ones who are dealing with mental health problems so and, and so it's just a normal thing to get help uh, i think and uh, yeah so it's good neither yeah. good people mm-hmm. like i think what changed my personal opinion is as it said earlier prominent mm-hmm. people who are at yeah. the peak of the game like maxwell yeah i'm glad it's happening in cricket yeah. so because once you have domestic players coming out they don't have that much of a impact at yeah, least yeah, cricket yeah, is what yeah, i feel yeah. you need a devilious kind of person to say that it's okay to take a break, break take a break yeah it's exactly. not it's not a disease or something you just can go introspect take help from your family friends whatever yeah. and just come back fresh and rock again once again so yeah. it's a great so instead of saying that he had a niggle niggle like exactly that's a word which is used <laughs> or he is out of nick or something that's not the right way to approach it niggle so, is also the most common used excuse when the so you need to drop somebody in indian team right? <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah i mean he had a niggle so he is not in the team so yeah <laughs> so uh, as we are now currently so in the pandemic yeah. and uh, so so we have a situation where cricket is going to change so as we are seeing england take on west indies there are no spectators in the ground yeah people can't high five each other there's no celebrations which is happen cricket as a sport itself is skewed, skewed in favor of batsmen yeah. and it's going to become even more that way bowlers can use a saliva for health reasons on the ball to shine mm-hmm. the ball mm-hmm. so all sort of it's a completely uncertain even for the experts i think mm-hmm. to say how cricket would be but leaving that aside mm-hmm. 
in the lockdown period i just want to know from your perspective because we bought up the fact that now you are following the game from a distance yeah still you have the fondness of the game so has this lockdown reignited that fondness for the game to and if so what what has helped you because personally i can say that i watch a lot of hit hell lot of youtube videos in this time about various creators and their marketing performances etc apart from the interviews which happened but i just yeah. want to know what is your take yeah. on the lockdown phase and yeah on the lockdown i think um, so this particular match that's happening right now england west indies i don't think in a non lockdown sort of world i would have been so keen on watching this match and uh because like you said now i mean so over the last 10 years or so i have not been following cricket as much so i don't know all the lesser known players in each side and all those sort mm. of things right so <laughs> now when i watch the england lineup i don't know four or five people in the team mm. yeah maybe even six people in the team i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so but i was still really looking forward to the match so uh, uh and i mean so we spent a couple of hours yesterday night together watching mm. it as well the um, so the post tea session yesterday and i think yeah it, i mean so just the fact that there was no sport at all so no cricket for 4 5 months and you do know that there's going to be very less cricket for the rest of the year somehow makes that fondness i mean it did make that fondness come back a little bit more and just the joy of watching uh, fast bowler running in with a red i mean mm. with a hard new hard ball, ball. Mm. Uh, some good pace bowling from both teams right um, so especially the west indies yesterday mm. and just the whole rhythm of test match cricket uh, felt nice yeah i don't know though i i mean so i wouldn't read too much into the pandemic and cricket etc with all of these things i think the fact that batsmen are becoming dominant and the game is going in that direction um, i mean so that's a broader trend is not just about the saliva thing mm, so the saliva true. i mean so you can remedy it hopefully well asking them to use some other sort of liquid solution or something i mean so or there are talks to... where uh, mm. they they could use uh, wet towels yeah whatever something right? so to so, sign the ball so there are know. there are alternatives there are alternatives but so. it's about I think I mean so this is you know, just not about cricket about all sport about life in general that has been a very strange time so to just see live cricket feels so uh, I mean it's a warm and nice feeling right it makes you gives you some hope that maybe things will get back to normal very soon um so those empty ground or whatever I do notice that the broadcasters don't show any shots of the of the stands that you have so they want to focus, focus on the field exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah i mean so they don't want to show all those empty seats but uh, i mean the fact that people are back playing and some of the things that are not top priority like health and mm. um covid curves and where the curve is flattening and beyond that we're looking at sport and moving on moving to other on things to. um yeah to just see live cricket feels like okay so there's hope that things will be back to normal soon and to see your james anderson run in and ball and all that so that i mean so i mean it was great yeah. so i certainly think that this match for me has taken on a lot more significance because of the lack of lack cricket of before that um, for sure so i mean uh, for a person like you uh, who has been writing on the game and following the game as part of your 
daily routine right it's yeah. part of what you do uh, to uh, to go for two quarters of the year almost and not have anything not have any live game so i think for you it would have been a much more yeah so what did what does this match mean to you let me turn the tables it means a lot it's a for to put it mildly hmm. it is part of my it's part of who i am it's like a life it's like somebody like you and including you so including uh, you if you say in the morning you need a coffee yeah to kick start your day yeah i need some form of cricket to kick start my day i can't function others <laughs> yeah. to the fullest capacity that's how it was with me with my co-host and in the cricket unplugged suraj and many of us we cannot get on with our day with cricket yeah. of course it is a psychological thing it may be like even if there's no cricket i have been able to function pretty decently i would say in last 3 months but just some cricket even if it's not live highlights so just it's a part of life mm. so take something for example somebody who is not in your hometown or home in the lockdown phase that's what i felt in the four months yeah. Yeah. away from something which is that close to my heart so yeah that's it was big it's a big uh, yeah. thing mm-hmm. to watch the game and i was expecting ma- what many people are saying is going to be weird this yeah. day even i yeah. had the fear but i don't yeah. think it's that bad yeah was i have seen pakistan toil in 40 degrees in dubai mm-hmm. and beating the best of teams mm-hmm. so okay it's absolutely not new for me so so mm-hmm. i am of course thrilled and looking forward to what lies ahead Yeah, yeah. So just to, yeah, for sheer, I would say lack of time, and to close the podcast and in, in a uh, thing, I just want to end by asking like, what uh, as a whole, if you had to sum up your yeah experience growing up to now, like so, if you had to give your probably let's say favorite bowlers b- batsman who made a big uh, impression like as you know very well for me for me the person who inspired me to become a cricketer is shane one mm-hmm. and i don't think there's anyone who has come remotely close in terms of impact he's made on the game yeah. to him even now for me so there are greats of course but for suraj it is sir william sir william richard so okay. each one has one player but then there are multiple players i get from what you said earlier that ganguly's indian team could be yeah. one uh, example but are there any particular players particular players so that could be Actually, we could end up podcast that yeah. way through that yeah yeah sure uh, i for me i don't know actually i mean so i was thinking about it so there's not been this one player or one or two players who have mm-hmm. really been passionate about it's always been bunch of different players over time um so like i said i mean so the whole saurav ganguly led indian team from 2001 to say around 2006 7 yeah um and the natwest series came in i mean in that mm-hmm. space and a bunch of other wins and some losses as well but that whole series had a lot of my favorite players of the last two decades or so uh is uh zahir khan Uh, was a bowler who I loved to watch. Uh, Sehwag, 
Uh, Saurav himself, I mean, was a captain actually yeah. than as a batsman. Yeah, could have done uh, better. I feel. Yeah, yeah and various good. teams had players who I liked. Uh, I mean, going back to the point about me liking not the most obvious players in each team, mm-hmm. Yunus Khan in Pakistan was a person I really enjoyed, and I loved to watch him block the ball all day in a test match. Also, true, so true. I, I completely agree with you. So in Australia, so they had a star-studded team, but I would, I liked Damien Martin, for example. Yeah. Uh, Steve Waugh was someone who I really loved and looked. Yeah, he was very. Yeah. Steve Waugh was somebody who yeah, I liked. Not yeah. the most flamboyant. Yeah, but uh, I somehow really used to love watching mm. Steve Waugh. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm just rambling a little bit. Uh, yeah, so means why don't you ask Vishwago direct question and I will answer. Like no, just shoot the rapid fire question. Yeah. So I would say I the one since you don't have one specific player. Yeah. So in your Okay, let's turn the table like in the recent memory. Yeah, okay. Probably apart from the obvious thing like maybe a Virat Kohli or a, yeah, yeah. a Jasprit Bumrah. If you look at the other teams, right? who is that one player who makes you go, wow? No, I think... Just uh, for the skill or for what he does on the field. Like. I think one player who really made me go, wow, uh, not in recent memory, a few years back is Kevin Peterson. I uh, loved Kevin uh, Peterson. Uh, completely missed him. Yeah, yeah. He was fantastic, class apart. I just would drop everything and just watch him bat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in recent years, I'm trying to think. I think um, uh, Dale Stain ha- has been someone again who I would always want to watch. Uh, so it's about yes. who is the player who I would just not care what the match situation is, who they're exactly. playing, but I just that want to watch the, them play. What I wanted to know, yeah. That is uh, people like Dale Stain. I'm thinking who else around the world uh, at this point in time. Um, yeah, I think not able to really find great names um, at I this point in time. But to be JP and Dale are pretty good names as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's been a fantastic catch up, I would say. <laughs> yeah, so I, this is I really enjoyed it yeah. as well. Yeah. So we should do more of this, maybe. On a particular theme or a topic. True, or, true. So this or was as more part of a larger exactly. panel, if you want a different point of view, I'd be happy to, so, to so join really in at good, any point. But, uh, really good having it. Having let's hope the Cities wins this test match. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They are going on the right track anyway. So, anyway, it was actually expected. So, hopefully, and hopefully we get to see more cricket yeah. life coming back to normal soon. So, it was yeah. great having you. Having you as part of the podcast and uh, hope for more in the future. Thanks. Thanks Thanks a lot for having me, man. Thanks.